the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. And hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. If this is your first time listening, a warm welcome to you. And if you're back with us again, Thank you for joining us. And I do mean warm. Boy, if you're in Houston right now and uh, you're not listening to the show later by podcast, you want to be warm because it's been unseasonably cold. But let's not just talk about the weather today. (laughs) Let's talk about our continuing series here on the Divorce Coaching Hour, our series focused on the process of divorce. Last week, we wrapped up looking at what I call the consideration phase of divorce. It's the phase where you take a careful and cautious look at the reality of your situation, as well as the options for you to save your marriage versus moving forward with divorce. And it's the phase where you look at the impact of divorce now and far into the future so that you have a clearer picture of all that's involved and what the outcomes, good and bad, could be. As a reminder, we address these topics before we get into the specifics of the legal and financial aspects of divorce, because in my opinion, the consideration phase is critical as it sets the stage for how or if you move forward with divorce. If you missed any of those shows, you can find them by searching the Divorce Coaching Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Up next is what I call the in the midst phase, in the middle. This phase begins as you decide to move forward with divorce, whether you are filing, you and your spouse have decided to file, or you've been what's called blindsided by divorce. It's the phase where attorneys, mediators, financial experts, and more typically enter the picture. But let me clarify something before I continue. It might be a very good idea to consult with an attorney, financial expert, or other divorce specialist, even as you are considering divorce. The more your eyes can be open to the entire process and what's involved beginning to end, the more you will be informed. And being informed helps you make the best choices you can for your family 
now and into the future. And that's what we want for you. So with that said, the phases aren't necessarily so-called black and white. Back to today. Today, we will be talking about the financial matters of divorce. And Karen King is here with us today to help us with the conversation. Karen is a CPA with more than 30 years of financial and forensic accounting, financial planning, and tax consulting experience. Her practice focuses exclusively on the financial aspects of family law, including divorce financial consulting services, collaborative divorce, which you've heard me talk about on the show before, and forensic accounting services, emphasizing, and catch this, separate property characterization and tracing. Karen is a certified public accountant, as I mentioned. She's also a certified financial planner. She's a certified divorce financial analyst, and she's a certified model netics instructor. There is so much we will learn from Karen today, and I do hope we will be able to learn about what that separate property characterization and tracing means, as well as what a certified model netics instructor is. <laughs> they all sound quite interesting, and I'm sure you all are wondering about them too. But before we begin our conversation, I do want to remind you, as I always do, that this show is for those considering divorce, in the midst of it, coming out of it, and it's also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved. So please remember to share the show with those who could benefit. And I must also remind you that we're not here to give you legal advice, and we're certainly not here to coach you to get a divorce. In fact, and although the show is called the Divorce Coaching Hour, we will not be coaching today, but rather providing you insight, information, education, and encouragement. Ultimately, what we are here to do is to help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open, and based on those realities and your faith, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where your journey may lead. And now, with all that said, Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. I truly am so glad you are here with us today. Christy, thank you. Thank you for inviting me to join you to talk about this topic that I think is so very important. I well, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm just so, I've, I've told the listeners, and if they've been listening to the show for a while, they know that Craig Haston is a sponsor of the show. He's an area family law attorney, and lo and behold, he is my brother, and I'm so honored and grateful for that. Well, he has spoken so highly of you, Karen. Uh, for years, and I'm just so excited that you're finally on the show. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I look forward to our conversation. Yeah, so let's get started first with getting to know a little bit about you, but your journey that brought you to do the work that you do today. Well, my journey started in this area when I went through a divorce myself, Mm -hmm. and in the process of going through my divorce, I realized that I was trying to educate my attorney and also my ex-husband's attorney on tax issues and some of the financial issues that we were confronting, understanding assets and um, liabilities as well. And I felt that there was a real need for financial expertise in working with people and educating them in this area. Yeah, so much. I know so many professionals in the divorce arena that have whether they've gone through divorce or they felt like there was something lacking, they can help people 
do this thing called divorce better. But I'm wondering, so were you working in the financial field before you specialized in divorce? I was. My background was in public accounting. Okay. I worked for a large accounting firm, and I was an auditor, so I had a background in that area. And I I was at a transitionary point in my career. The firm that I had worked for was no longer in existence. Right. And I really, quite frankly, felt very called to do this work. And doors opened for me, and I pursued certainly specialized education in order to pursue this, uh, both from the AICPA, which is the association that all certified public accountants typically join um, and provide regulatory guidance and information, as well as state legal training on a state basis. I attended training classes that the attorneys train with here in, in the state of Texas. So very important to not only get that specialized training, but in the state too. And that's one thing I try to remember to say, and sometimes I don't say it, but you know, this show is airing from Houston, but Mm -hmm. it goes all over the world by podcast. Right. And so one of the important things is we may talk about some generalities within divorce, but there are state specific um, laws that we have to heed to as we go through the process to include financials, correct? Absolutely. And that's a really good point, Christy. I always talk with people in consultations about the fact that divorce in Texas is very different than divorce in other states because we are a community property state. Yeah. And we're one of basically only eight states in the nation that fall into that category. Um, as a result, the way that people pursue divorce and the financial information and how the divorce process is handled financially is different on a state-by-state basis. Yeah, so I think tip number one in the show today, before we get into the meat of things, uh, is if you are hearing this show somewhere outside of Texas or even outside of Houston, check with, this is where that consultation with an attorney or a financial advisor that that's specialized in divorce would be a good place to go just to kind of get the lay of the land, so to speak, so that you know what you're looking at. Because I was going to say different strokes for different folks, but that's the, mm-hmm. that's the basic point. Uh, different laws for different states. And so get that consultation. So don't, you know, just think that everything on the show is going to be the same for your state as well. And so make sure you're cautious about that. So today we're talking about divorce. We've been in a a series looking at the entire divorce process. As I mentioned in the intro, we're talking about the consideration phase. Now we're kind of getting in the meat in the middle of it, right? And, And so the financial matters, and we're talking about financial matters even before the legal matters, right? So we've gotten our head straight, maybe our heart as straight as we can, Now we need to begin to look at some of the specifics. Uh, So when we talk about the financial matters of divorce, what do we need to be thinking about, Karen? That's a good question, Christy. Um, You know, there's, there's a phrase that you've probably heard many times, and that is divorce is usually one of the biggest financial transactions you will experience in your life if you go through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about the financial aspects of divorce, we're talking first and foremost about identifying assets and liabilities in order to identify 
those assets and liabilities that are going to be divided in a divorce. It goes a little bit further than that, though. In addition, in this process, you want to be able to have an understanding of your own financial situation, and you want to look into the future. And this is a hard time to anticipate the future because there's emotional turmoil and people aren't always thinking in their, with their financial hats on. But basically looking at what cash flow might be in the future and how you're going to make ends meet, what your budgets might look like in the future, so that when you make decisions about dividing your assets, you are taking into consideration what your financial future looks like with regard to income. Yeah, so important to to think about it in, in my mind. And, and if listeners were in here, they could see my eyes like up to the ceiling right now because I'm picturing, I'm in my visionary world here trying to picture this. But so important to think about the future and back into that. And folks, that is what we're talking about today, the financial matters of divorce. And as you just heard Karen say, we, we've got to identify the assets and liabilities, kind of present state but more so is understanding, and I'm going to use the word picture, the picture that we have today, but what we want in the future and and how we're going to go about making that happen. And so folks, stay tuned because this is just a critical part of the divorce process. Looking at the finances, getting the, the picture today, picture tomorrow, and how we're going to get there. Come on back and you're going to hear more. Karen King is here with us. Stay tuned. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long, drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. 
If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. So glad you're here because we have such a special guest. Not that our other guests aren't so special. They all are, but I'm really excited that Karen King is here. Uh, If you've heard before, uh, my brother is a part of the show. He's a family law attorney here in Houston, very well respected, and I highly respect him. And so when he talks about people in the industry uh, with such respect himself, I'm just super excited to meet that person, and and we've kind of been in some of the same, even the same room last week, and we didn't even know it. Uh, So now we're here in studio face-to-face, and I'm so glad that you're here with us with your wealth of experience. And so what we were talking about in the first segment was uh, really what's included in these financial matters of divorce. And uh, Karen, you mentioned that we first want to identify the assets and liabilities, but at the same time, we want to have an understanding of our particular situation now and into the future. When we talk about assets and liabilities, some people might go like, huh, right? What What are you talking about? And and truly, and um, this is where I find a lot of my clients get stuck, when we have to start talking numbers. So can you help us? What do you do with folks to help them understand What's included in these financial matters, specifically these assets and liabilities? Right. Absolutely, Christy. Well, when, and I'll put it kind of in a framework of what I might do if I were helping someone to do this process. And when it comes to getting an understanding of your assets, assets being things that you own, they're things of value. And your liabilities or your debts would be your debts, your credit cards, your loans, tax liabilities, various things that you owe money to someone else for. We, in kind of legal speak, and this is pretty universal, we pull together what is called a marital inventory, meaning it's an inventory or a listing, a detailed schedule of everyone's assets and their liabilities. And we categorize it by different categories. And the key here is very often you have one party in a divorce in a couple who has taken primary responsibility for their financial affairs. And the other party has other responsibilities. They're handling other pieces of the pie in the marriage. And so very often you have the person who's not handling those financial responsibilities feeling lost. And the first step in this process is developing an understanding, being educated on what their assets and their liabilities are, because that's the first step. 
After that, after you get a clear understanding of all of those assets and liabilities, then the next step in the divorce process is dividing those Mm -hmm. up in what is here in Texas would be considered somewhat an equitable fashion that the parties agree to or that a judge may determine for the parties. Right. In any case, we would start, and if you want me to go into a little bit of detail, I can. Absolutely. Anything that we can share that you think that we should share that helps those people who are feeling lost, Mm -hmm. I got to imagine whether you're the one in control of the finances or not, there is an element of feeling lost no matter where you are in the stages of divorce, in the phases of divorce, wherever you are, beginning to end. So whatever you think would really be helpful in helping them really kind of understand what's involved in this process. Absolutely, Christy. I think that that makes a lot of sense. So I would start with the first thing that I look at in compiling this kind of a list, and that would be any real estate that the parties own. And when it here, and I'm talking about here specifically in the state of Texas, right? Okay. Good Um, distinction. Yeah. (laughs) And we look at the fair market value of Mm -hmm. the real estate. And usually what you want to do is number one, you want to prepare a list. So everyone who's listening today should think in terms of listing all of their assets and then getting the backup support that they might have to kind of help uh, back it up. And I would suggest they start with a notebook. You know, I think kind of helpful to have hard copies. Love practical tools. Yeah. 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 And just start with that notebook. And when it comes to real estate, the natural thing to look at would be their property tax records because Mm -hmm. they might have an indication of a value now, in Texas, that's usually not fair market value. <laughs> it's uh, it's usually lower than right. fair market well, value. Well, it depends. This last year, <laughs> I don't know. I have property in Austin, and what, what, what I was paying like $500 of taxes a, a year all of a sudden shot up to beyond, you know, like yeah. almost 2000 which was crazy. Exactly. Exactly. So you've got the property, right? right? And you're listing that. But associated with the property, you may have a mortgage. And so we want to list the mortgage that or mortgages or home equity loans that are associated with that property because those are tied to that property. Right. And real estate is typically one of the largest assets in a a marital estate, correct? Oh, absolutely. It, It usually is. And you mentioned something else. You talked about property taxes. Yes. So if you're talking January and people have already paid their property taxes, well, that's probably a non-issue. But if a couple is getting divorced in, say, September, Mm -hmm. then that big property tax bill that you have has has accrued or you basically owe nine months worth in September. So I would also make a little note there, hey, how much for estimated property taxes? Mm-hmm. Because that's a potential liability associated For or sure. debt associated. Especially with if you property. don't have it escrowed. Right, right. Yeah. Now, in this process, I usually would ask people to try to get a feel for their basis, how much they paid for the house. We could come back to that later, but that's good information to have when you're looking at the tax implications of potentially selling the house in the future, Right. 
So, taxes again. Taxes again. Yeah. And, and can't I, get away from them. No. And I can't help but focus on them because. Well, I, you are a CPA. a CPA. Go, yeah, go exactly, figure. <laughs> exactly. So I want people to not be surprised when they take assets that when they sell those assets, hey, they may have a big tax bill in the future right. or they may not have any tax bill at all. But when we look at this overall picture, because we're yeah. putting together all the pieces of the pie, we want to look at categories of assets and we want to try to make them comparable, kind of like comparing apples to apples, mm-hmm. not Makes apples sense. to oranges, right? Yeah. So we want to list all properties and some people have second properties and third properties, right? Right. And we want the same information. On I was going to say, properties. it sounds like you can systemize it. Like you start with one, I get everything that's related to this property. Exactly. I can even think about with regards to real estate, uh, like well, you've got your home warranties, you've got any sort of appliances and warranties there, um, the homeowners association, all of those things, because those add up. They do. Yeah. And when you're, and you really hit on a good point, when you're pulling this information together, why not go ahead and start putting together an estimate of what all of your expenses are during the year for, uh, for that asset? Because that's what you need if you say, hey, I think I want to keep my house or I want to keep the lake house. Well, let's know how much it's going to cost right. in order to keep it to decide whether you can afford to do that. Yeah, as good friends, uh, Amber and Scotty Gifford have a divorce um, real estate for focus. And so they work with people who are divorcing. And um, I always, RCSD, they're... Um, I always forget what that acronym stands for, but they're certified, much like you are as a certified divorce financial analyst, they're certified in real estate and divorce. And they often, they've been on the show before and they've talked about um, needing to reserve at least 1% of the home's value for maintenance every year. Yeah. And oftentimes we don't think about that. I mean, think about that. That's being a $300,000 own. Yeah. That's $3,000 and it's a bit of a chunk of change. Yeah. 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 No question about it. Um And I think that it's really helpful to pull a budget template. I know I have one that I've prepared for my clients, but you can go to other sites. Um, The Certified Financial Planner website has some budgetary information templates for people who are members of ARP. They have some good information so that you can find templates. Yeah, I offer them too free to anyone who wants a consultation. I mean, any listeners right now, obviously, we're going to let you know how to reach out to uh, Karen later in the show in the fourth segment. But also to me, you can write to me at Christy at ChristyMendelow.com. And I'm happy to share not only uh, that kind of financial inventory form, a checklist that you need to be thinking about, about all of these items that we're talking about today, and then even a parenting plan. And that's another subject (laughs) for sure. So, okay. So we've talked about this overarching, and I'm going to use, I'm going to stay with this kind of image, a big picture. So Mm -hmm. we're looking big picture. We need to pull this information, but those Mm -hmm. pieces of that picture, now we're going to a puzzle, I guess, I have different parts mm-hmm. to each of those components, and you want to get all the details down on this paper, this inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we get everything down uh, on this inventory, what do we do next? Well, once you've listed and once you've pulled copies of statements, 
then you would go into the process of evaluating what you think you would like to have. Um, I would say that there, there generally is a lack of understanding of certain assets that parties might have. Okay. And I think it is really important that the parties seek out guidance from professionals, whether it's on brokerage accounts to understand the brokerage account, whether it's on owning rental properties and talking with someone like a CPA about the tax implications of potentially carrying those and selling them because there may be major tax implications. Or um, if there is concern that perhaps not all assets are being disclosed, then talking with an attorney usually is where you start Mm -hmm. in inquiring on whether or not forensics need to be used to look at various source documents to see if to get comfortable that you've that you've got everything identified and forensics that sounds like you know we need to get our our CSI toolkit out and start looking at that and so folks I'm sure you're wondering what forensics are and uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about those forensics but as a quick recap we're talking to Karen King, CPA, Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, and beyond. Over 30 years of experience helping people through divorce, and she's helping us today with our conversation about the financial matters of divorce. So come on back, and we're going to get into this digging into the forensics of financials. So come on back. Here's today's two-minute tip. With this show, we're transitioning into the phase of divorce that I call the in the midst phase. It's when the divorce has likely been filed and you are now working with attorneys, financial experts, and other divorce professionals to help you move through the process. It involves a lot of information, a lot of people, and a lot of decisions. In order to make the best decisions throughout the divorce process, it's important to have your eyes wide open, to be informed about the process and all that is involved. And in my opinion, that starts in another phase, The first phase, the phase I call the consideration phase. So if you are wondering about this consideration phase and want to learn more, I encourage you to go back and listen to the first shows of this series. They all speak to the consideration phase, from the history of divorce to what to know before you file for divorce, to the do's and don'ts of divorce, as well as the matters of faith of divorce. Our guests helped us to have informed and enlightened conversations that I know will be most beneficial to you. So today's tip is this, head on over to wherever you get your podcasts, search the Divorce Coaching Hour, grab your pen or pencil, whatever you prefer, and get ready for gaining some important and helpful information. Friends, I truly pray that this show and this two-minute tip support you in this challenging time. And if I can help you as you navigate the phases of divorce, please email me at christy at christymendelow.com. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Hello, friends. Welcome back. So glad you are here with us today, wherever you're listening from and whatever time of year that you're listening in, spring, summer, fall. I know I've been talking about it's been unseasonably cold here in the Houston area, but um, I'm sure it will warm up and it'll be summer before you know it, but it may be the winter time whenever you're listening. But nonetheless, 
If you're listening right now, you're getting so much great information. Karen King is here with us. Karen focuses in on the financial aspect of divorce and helps ultimately, uh, like I do in a way, walk people through the divorce process. She's just in the financial aspect of it. And, um, and when we talk about the finances, we've been talking about your assets and your liabilities, getting those down on a marital inventory. And so go back and listen to some of those great details we had. As we wrapped up the second segment, we were talking a bit about forensics. And you might have been a little scared when we said that word and thought you needed to get your CSI kit out and start brushing off fingerprints. Well, we're not talking that. Uh, but we are talking something that is important um, in some divorce cases. So Karen, help us understand forensics a little bit more with regards to divorce and financials. Christy, when I think about forensics, actually, I do kind of think about the FBI. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it does. I mean, (laughs) and by the way, to be licensed as a CPA here in Texas, we have to have our fingerprints taken now. So uh, there is some of that too. But what I envision when I envision forensics is looking, using supporting documentation to look for certain kinds of assets or certain kinds of expenses and to quantify them. So what does that mean? It means if there has been, and I'll use this jargon, a wasting of the, the family assets okay. on various things. For example, if family assets have been spent on a third party, then you would want to try to quantify that, right? Uh, Because that would be considered a wasting of the community assets, and that is one aspect of forensics. Okay. Uh, There are many aspects of forensics. Another would be looking for marital fraud, which would typically be not disclosing assets. And then another area that is borderline forensics is separate property tracing, to support characterization of assets as separate property. Tell us what that means. That's a mouthful, but it sounds quite interesting, as I mentioned at the intro of the show. Yeah. Separate property is different on a state-by-state basis. So I say that because I speak to separate property from the standpoint of the state of Texas. Uh And separate property are assets here in Texas, which have either been inherited, people came into the marriage with them, or they've been gifted during the marriage. And these assets are considered separate. They're separate and apart from community, and they're not divided in the divorce. They're automatically awarded to that party. However, here in Texas, you have to prove that if both parties aren't completely convinced that an asset is separate. And in order to do that, you look kind of using a form of forensics to trace it out. You're provided with all the source documents, and you prepare schedules, and you prove it up in a report that can be provided to the court, to judges, or to attorneys and the parties in the process of identifying their separate property. Yeah, sounds pretty logical. I mean, it's, okay, so here's Mm -hmm. said asset. Mm Got to go back and put the history together, the paperwork, the paper trail, to show, okay, this person inherited this, and she has rights to it or he has rights to it. And so if the parties aren't agreeing, then you've got to do that whole Tracing. That sounds fair. All these interesting words. You know, interestingly enough, listeners may or may not know this, but my corporate career was in real estate. I worked for the major uh, home builders. 
And I also still keep my broker's license, even though I don't practice, but I'm never letting that thing go. Speaking of fingerprints, I got to have that too. Um, But I, well, I've got got to be talking about being a broker and I've totally forgotten what my point was. So we're going to get back to interesting things. Hey, it happens. Uh, We'll get back to interesting things and we'll be talking. We we were talking about the separate property and um, the wasting of the assets and fraud. So these forensics. Mm-hmm. A, and um, so in all of this, this could, I, I mentioned it could kind of scare you with some of these words, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where I see a lot of clients get stuck. So why do you think people get stuck in this part of the divorce when the numbers come into play? I think people get stuck in the numbers of, of divorce because they get overwhelmed. They get overwhelmed by not only the quantity and perhaps not understanding the assets and liabilities, but they also get overwhelmed at the thought of making permanent decisions about what assets they're going to get. I have had clients who are CPAs, and I've had clients who are attorneys come to me, and they say, I just can't focus on this. And I think it's very normal, even for people who are professionals in, you know, attorneys and and CPAs to get overwhelmed by the numbers when it matters so much to us as individuals going through a divorce. There's so much. Well, you mentioned the emotion there, and and we often talk in the divorce coaching world as being hijacked by the emotions. And there's so much tied to these numbers. There's, right. It's not just numbers, black and white. So have you ever seen something in, in your career, um, seen something that could help people get kind of unstuck in this area from the CPAs you've worked with to the attorneys? I think that the key to me is incrementalism, doing it step by step by step. The elephant. Mm-hmm. You don't. One bite at a time. You got it. <laughs> and so the first step is gathering information. Okay. The second step is understanding the information and understanding the implications of taxes associated with the items, understanding the, uh, the differences between different categories of assets. Remember I mentioned apples to apples, oranges right. to apples? Well, if I were to compare cash in a bank account to the cash that's being held in a traditional retirement account, the cash dollars look the same, but they're not worth the same amount right? because the retirement assets haven't been taxed yet. So if I were going to just generalize, and I'm rough to estimate, say, it may be that the cash in the retirement account is only worth 75% of what the cash is in the regular so bank So not account. apples to apples. They're not apples to apples. So you you want to have an understanding. That's that step of understanding the assets before you have to make any decisions. Yeah, so important. And I, I jotted down that is yet another reason why you want to have a very well-trained financial professional in your team. We talk a lot about the team here on the show And I know it might sound counterintuitive that you keep adding people to the team. It might keep adding up um, uh, the the meter, the cost meter is going up, right? But in in essence, or or in reality, rather, it it quite honestly may save you in the long long run. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so now let's kind of turn it on its head. What happens if we don't have this information, which I was just alluding to? <laughs> if you don't have this information, then the first step is getting the information. Right. And um, certainly the place that I would start is with a tax return. Okay. Because you should have access to your own tax return. If you don't, you need to get it. It's very and you can critical. do that through the IRS, right? You can. You okay. can you can have a download of your transcript free of charge and you can access it that way, but certainly if it's being prepared by a CPA or a third-party provider and your social security number is on there, I would suggest you are entitled to get it from them. Or if you have a good working relationship with your spouse in this process, ask for a copy. Everyone should maintain copies of their tax returns for at least three years going back, you know, prior to the divorce. Yeah. So you can look there. If information is, and, and when I say the tax return, the tax return is a good source to look at what the sources of income are, mm, yeah. right? It's not all inclusive, but it's a good place to start. It's a great place to start, yeah. 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 Yeah, I've found that even in um, business accounting. Like if, if I just go back and use the same sort of accounting that's been listed on my, my tax return right. and I do my budgeting based on that, it just makes things uh, a little bit easier. But but also, too, um, so if we don't have this gathering, if we don't have this understanding, what are the implications then? If you don't have it and it's not and you're not able to pull it together – then I think that it's important to be working, it's important to work with an attorney anyway, but you would go to an attorney that would be able to help you in gathering that information, in working with either the spouse's counsel or going through and beginning the process of subpoenaing documents. Yeah, so there are solutions for people who feel completely stuck and can't even begin to get this information. And folks, I hope this show is helping you as we're trying to break down the divorce process. But the idea is to open your eyes to all of this information. As Karen is sharing with us uh, that that we really want to get everything down on paper, black and white, so then we can then divide it properly. Apples to apples. Coming back and we're going to hear how we can reach Karen. I'm sure you'll want to. So stay tuned. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know. I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelo can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, 
Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts under the Programs tab on kkht.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Glad you're back with us. We've been talking to Karen King. Uh, She is um, a CPA, Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, and many of those uh, certifications in the divorce profession related to finances. We've been talking about the financial matters of divorce. So very important when you look at the separation of a marital estate. It's primarily legal and it's primarily financial. And then, of course, you've got Kids is a component of the legal part. It uh, doesn't include the emotions. That's where your dor- divorce coaches and your mental health professionals come into play. Uh, but the the finances are really can be a sticking point. And folks, if I had a wish for m- my clients and those of you listening is to really find someone good like Karen here is to work with um, a, a good certified financial professional in divorce because seeing these assets and liabilities in black and white can really help um, make your decisions easier moving forward. And so uh, I hope the show is providing you that. Now, uh, we had said um, a little bit earlier in the show, I had said, because I picked it up off your resume or your, your website, Karen, that you are a certified model netics instructor. And I just thought that was super fun and I wanted to find out about it. So tell us just a little bit about what that is. Uh, model netics is a system of models that my dad, my father, Harold Hook, developed uh, back in the 1960s and 70s. And it still is being taught today in the, the corporate world. Uh, men with some major, major uh, publicly held companies, and it is um, is something that it has helped me personally mm-hmm. in both my work life as well as my personal life because it's a system of models for solving problems, ah. and it's a very unique language. Been written up in Business Week magazine and other magazines in the past, but I am a certified instructor. Well, it sounds interesting, and I'm sure we would all love to have a model that would solve our problems, so people may want to know more about that. But, uh, well, um, uh, hats off to your dad for that. And I know uh, my dad, if he had met your your dad, would probably love that because my dad was an engineer at heart in the oil field, and and so that would be be fun. Um, So thanks for sharing that. And also, I'm sure folks may want to reach out to you, Karen. How would they reach you and learn more about you? Christy, uh, people can access my website, which uh-huh. I actually have two. One, you can find me under Karen King CPA, Houston uh, CPA, and also HoustonDivorceCPA.com. Well, that says it pl- pretty plainly, HoustonDivorceCPA.com. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Talk about specifics there. Yes. 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 So that's awesome. Folks, that's KarenKingCPA.com and then HoustonDivorceCPA.com. So reach out to her. Like I said, you want good people on your team. I know it sounds, again, perhaps um, counterintuitive, but I firmly believe 
And I'll just pitch that to you. What do you think about the team and the role it plays as you go through divorce? I think it's a very important aspect of having a divorce that is what what I would say is successful. It's yeah. very helpful, I think, having um, assistance as it relates to the children's issues, financial issues, and the legal counsel is invaluable in this process. Yeah, The more complex your situation is, the more mm. important it is to have those team members. Yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. And and I, what I found with the divorce professionals who are involved in the industry, i.e. collaborative divorce or uh, other associations, that you all kind of know each other and know kind of the particular specialties that may be needed are warranted in a particular divorce. And so you know the right people to refer people even to or to bring in the right experts. Mm-hmm. So it's a very tight-knit group of professionals that um, I, I, at least I've gotten a glimpse of here mm-hmm. in Houston. Um, okay, so Karen, what would, thinking about the listeners out there, hurting hearts, again, going through a divorce, what would you tell someone going through a divorce related to finances? What would I tell people related to finances as they go through a divorce? I think it's going back to educating yourself on your assets and your liabilities and educating yourself on the income earning capability of those assets and liabilities and educating yourself on what your budgetary needs are going to be in the future so that when you're making your decisions, you're making the decisions based on good financial information. Yeah, I can't, I don't think we can express that enough. I heard the B word in there, budget. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, sometimes I tell people cash flow projections. And <laughs> However, that needs to land on their ears. That's huh? right. That's right. Yeah. And getting- it's not just yours. If you have children, I think it's absolutely critical to try to anticipate what the expenses are related to the children in the future so that you can try to work out with your spouse how you're going to handle those expenses in the future rather than just kind of hoping that it will all work out in the future. Yeah, hope is great, and I'm all for it, but it doesn't uh, help um, guide us to, as you use the word successful, and I know that might seem a bit like an oxymoron Mm -hmm. when we're talking about a divorce because we're in such brokenness. But I think the thing that we're both saying here is we want people to move through divorce in the healthiest way possible. Uh, And if you don't do what the professionals are saying, what we say here on the show, then, um, and just hoping that it'll all turn out okay, Uh, it's probably going to turn out worse than you had hoped, if that makes sense. And I have to speak to it honestly from my perspective. I was kind of so-called lost in the sauce out there. Uh, And and even though my brother, an attorney, he was in a different state. I was in Nevada. Uh, Even though he was consulting with me, I was so hijacked by my emotions that I thought I was making good decisions. Uh, But it was just... um, very foggy, and I couldn't see the so-called forest for the trees. And so uh, I made some decisions that took a long time to to get out of it. And so when you can have that understanding, that education, uh, if someone can't get to um, 
someone like yourself immediately. Is there are there anything um, any resources online that you could suggest that they could educate themselves by? Yeah, I would suggest that the CDFAs, the Certified Divorce Financial Analysts, mm-hmm. are people who have been trained that are financial people. Not all of them are CPAs. Some are. And um, if not, then they typically would be people in the investment field who have received special training. And if they are listed on the CDFA website by location, so that is one alternative. Certainly, I would strongly recommend if you're in a state and and also a city with collaborative divorce, that is an outstanding source of financial people who work in this arena. And... Uh, and they would typically list individuals who are qualified to do this work. And they do a great job. So, folks, mm-hmm. you've heard me say it before, and we've talked about collaborative divorce here uh, on the show, but collaborative divorce Texas, I believe it's a dot com, mm-hmm. uh, and collaborative divorce Houston. Always hard for me to say collaborative. I like it when they uh, say CDH or CDT. That's so much easier, but we want people to understand. But look for that. Yeah, a lot of great resources out there. So as we begin to move to wrapping up the show already, uh, what might be some of your final thoughts, Karen? I think when people are feeling overwhelmed, it's a good idea to try to step back. And I would recommend that people try to gather information but not rush the process any more than necessary because sometimes you just need time. And for the frog who's been swimming in the water on the pot on the stove and has had the stove boiling water and causing that frog to cook, uh, sometimes you've got to get it, you've got to get off the flame and you've got to regain your health mentally and, and all in order to make those good decisions and to gather that information. so It I'd made say, me want to take a deep breath when I was thinking about getting out of the hot water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's also a good time to try to seek out uh, professional help, whether it be through yeah. coaches, uh, people who are therapists, to help you kind of move through what is a very difficult period. It is a very difficult period and, you know, over... Half of the people of this world have gone gone through divorce. Yeah. That's such great advice to take a moment, to step back, collect. And you've used the word a couple of times, gather. And I think it's interesting. We're talking about gathering numbers, but kind of gather yourself, mm-hmm. collect yourself, get that team around you, reach out, get educated, uh, go to the CDFA's website, um, Uh, go to Collaborative Divorce Houston. And so, folks, that's what we're here to do is we're all here to help you walk through this process. Uh, Karen does that in the the financial um, uh, specifics, specifically the financial area of divorce, and and I do that as a divorce coach. But we all want to help you move through kind of as your thinking partner. So, Karen, thank you so much for being here with us today. Christy, thank you for inviting me. I've enjoyed being with you. Yeah, same. I've enjoyed you being here, and I know our listeners are uh, going to enjoy the conversation or have enjoyed the conversation, whether whenever they're listening to it by podcast or uh, this weekend. And folks, we just are so grateful for you joining us. Thank you for being here. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mindelow, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday right here 
on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.